Mamas podcast. We're two modern mamas with the goal to inspire empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, and joy, no matter your journey, gender, or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Edie Wilder. And I'm Jess of Hold Space Wellness. I'm a level one CrossFit trainer, a licensed and certified athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology and mama to Baron Camille. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Hey guys, welcome back to a catch up episode. We are here. We're here for it. 2020 showing up like what? Like what? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We always go, a happy new year, a happy new year, a happy new year. Because it's from Christmas Carol. (laughs) Which one? The new one with Jim Carrey, which was the first movie date Rusty and I ever had. And then he touched my leg and I got butterflies and I'll never forget it. And then we kissed after. Oh, what a sweet story. Ten years ago. <laughs> that is crazy. Ugh, we're going we're getting older every year. Isn't that crazy? I know. It's amazing. We were watching the Rose Bowl yesterday and you know, these are college kids and they you know, I feel like my whole life like college kids looked old and we were watching the game and after, you know, the quarterback comes on, he's like crying because they won and I was like, Wow, you are a child. <laughs> And that child. Really <laughs> <old>. yeah. <laughs> I know. We're we've officially reached that age where like people look like youngsters. <laughs> Yeah, young buck. <laughs> Very handsome. He had like <laughs> curly hair. Aww, it was lovely. That's amazing. Yeah. I see, and I don't even feel like, I still feel like, it's so funny, and then maybe, I mean, take it for what it is, maybe it's like a skewed, like, sense of self, but I still feel like fly. I still feel like Me I'm too. like looking, looking mighty fine, and I'm 36, so I hope that continues for the rest of my life. I totally. I feel cooler and hotter now than I did when I was 21. Oh, totally. 100%. 100 <laughs> So there's that. <laughs> you guys, let us know. Do you agree? Are we cool? Are we hot? <laughs> so you agree. You think you're cool or whatever it is. I don't, I don't quote Mean Girls as well as some of my friends do, but. I've only seen Mean Girls once, which is probably like blasphemy, but. That's okay. I'm terrible at movie quotes in general. I could see a movie over and over and over and I still, it's kind of embarrassing. Oh, same. I don't have that gift. Yeah. It's all right like, though. Tim talks, literally talks in movie quotes sometimes. Like, that's mm-hmm. like a whole conversation will be just like random movie quotes. And I'm like, dude, you saw that movie one time. But yeah, it's <laughs> like, it's a skill. It's a special skill. Yeah. He and Rusty, man, they would get along so well. I, I still can't believe they haven't hung out or met. So we need to do, I'm actually, I'm curious to know what all of y'all think. See how I'm doing this now? Y'all, I'm getting prepared for Austin. <laughs> would you, let us know in the show notes, on the comments for this Instagram post, would you come to a family style Modern Mamas podcast retreat? Because we've gotten a lot of requests for that and where it could be like your whole family comes and we, and you know, maybe we do it in Colorado and we get like a giant campsite or something. I just feel like all these husbands should meet too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, the five husbands, the ones that are Instagram fives would be like, that sounds like the worst idea ever. <laughs> ever. And, and I, we're diving more on our end into like stress state and happy state for numbers. And Rusty is a one we've realized mm-hmm. actually. And so he goes to a, I thought it was a five, but he goes to a four, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
He's a seven when he's when he's good, and he's a four when he's not doing so good. And it was spot on because you shared something recently from some account about like where they go and stress and not. And so we looked into that, and it's like spot on. Yeah, it's crazy. Love the enneagram. I love it so much. Um, (laughs) We now have. Do we have one spot left? We have one spot left. Yeah, we have an unexpected spot. So it was Mm -hmm. sold out. Speaking of Enneagram, Jess will be hosting an Enneagram session. So Mm. if you are listening to this and you want to come, snag that spot because it's going to go. And I'm hoping it's still there, kind of hoping it's still there when this airs in just a few days. So get it while while it's getting hot. Yes, please do. It's going to be so great. I mean, I know we've talked about the retreat and we're intentionally making it like smaller in Austin. Mm -hmm. And I'm super excited to see how that pans out. We're really just trying to like figure out our flow with these retreats. And I'm excited to see how a smaller group is going to do and just see like how how it affects the connection and the like information and the sessions and like everything. So I'm really, really excited. But yeah, I mean, Laura's flow is like worth its weight in gold and the Enneagram Mm -hmm. like deep dive. It's basically like we talk about the Enneagram all weekend, which is super fun for me. But yeah, like we're just going to leave with so much stuff. So if you are interested in community, food, like a little bit of alone time, flowing, you know, all the stuff, like I think you should do it. I think this is the universe telling you to do it. And it's not, we don't jam pack this. So it's literally like a retreat. You get downtime, which I think what we got feedback that that was really appreciated because people, people made new friends. So it gave them time to like, maybe go grab a bite with the friends that they've made at the retreat, or maybe just go like FaceTime with their kids back home. Or, you know, a lot of, a lot of the women who came to the first one, it was their first time away. And I know we're seeing that again, this one. So this one also, if you're not, if you're like kind of five-ish and not, and you don't, maybe don't love, or what is it? Intro? I don't know what it is. Self-pres, whatever the case, this, Mm -hmm. this is a smaller, more intimate number coming to Austin. So Take that in mind. If like a 20 person retreat sounds like too many, this is going to be smaller, a little bit more intimate. And we just hope to see you there. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. I can't believe it's like a month away. I know. Crazy. It's not, this came so fast. I know. Ugh, life. It's January. <laughs> I know. 2019 was kind of a blur. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I mean, couldn't agree more. It's, I mean, well, I guess we'll just jump right in because this is our official like New Year's episode. Mm-hmm. And so we have a lot to share, but like, reflecting. I want to kind of reflect on 2019 before we like look ahead to 2020. So yeah. tell me about your year, like recap your year, Laura. I mean, obviously I know everything pretty much that happened, <laughs> but from like a bird's eye view, like what are your biggest? I lived, I lived in a van. I know. A and I, it just, it's like, we're still in it right now. Like every night we go to bed in Homer, our stuff is in Homer. We're home basing at my mother-in-law's most of the time, but we've been on the road a ton. So truly I feel this sense of almost relief, which is kind of a weird word, but this has been like a life, an adult lifelong dream of mine to live nomadically and travel and meet people and connect in real life and eat all the food. And a caveat of that that I didn't realize was going to happen was also spend all the money. And so we've done it and it, I don't think we ever could have expected exactly what it would be like, but we have lived in a van for a year as a family of three, half the time with our dogs as well. We've traveled the country. We've been to more states than I can even count. We've met more people in person than I can even could have ever imagined. And Rusty and I actually just re-added it to the content calendar. We are actually going to do a full episode on like I don't want to. I don't want to. I feel like it would take this entire episode to talk about like full reflections of living in a van for a year. But we are going to sit down in our da 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 brand new home. <laughs> and. and like just deep dive into reflecting on the growth because honestly, like we wanted to f- record a reflection episode like last month and 
we both realized yesterday we went on this nice, it was yesterday was the first spoiler alert. Today is the second. I went on this like nice long hike, just the two of us. And we really got to like deep dive for the first time, just the two of us with a clear headspace and like a fresh heart and talk about the year and how much growth we've had as individuals and as a couple and as a family. And I don't think if we had recorded an episode reflecting on the year a month ago, that it would have gone well. I don't think it would have really told our true story and like been an example or, you know, kind of like shared our true heart and feelings on the experience. We needed a month or two and to get through the holidays to really like see the, the, the magic and also reflect on what was really hard and see, and see our growth. It's kind of taken us some time to really understand what was necessary and, and how we grew. So stay tuned for that. But I mean, obviously that's the biggest thing I can say about the year is that we lived in a van and we connected and we, you know, it was, I, I talk about the word audibles all the time and I always have someone message me and say, what does that mean? So audibles is like, it's like a last minute change of plans or direction. And that was kind of like the theme of our year. Every single day we were having to kind of change plans and make audibles and figure out where are we sleeping tonight and what are we going to eat and who are we going to see and what's happening, you know, today and tomorrow. And that's, that's how we had to be that like nearsighted. And it did make it, I will be honest, it made it hard to stay present. Not only am I an Enneagram seven, but also always having to kind of figure out what tomorrow is going to look like, or what is this afternoon going to look like? What's the next hour going to look like? What park are we going to go to? How am I going to get some work done? You know, all of that made for, a really incredible year, but definitely makes it feel blurry. And also made for, I really, 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 really had to work hard on being present in moments. And I found that I was able to do that best when we were in nature and when we found a campsite, because then we'd have a home base, we'd have nature, sometimes we'd be disconnected. But when we were, when we were like cruising through cities or towns or figuring out who are we going to go visit? I haven't met this person in real life. How's it going to go? And then also adding in like having a toddler, just a, a big year. <laughs> and one of the reasons we did it was for simplicity and there was no, there's nothing simple about it really. It was, a, it was very complicated and very growth inducing, but yeah. So the antithesis of that, I guess this coming year is focusing on presence, but I'm sure we'll dive into that. So yeah, it's, you know, my business grew in ways I could never could have imagined. It was November, 2018 that I officially left, was done with my CrossFit work. So over the course of 2019, I built my business radical roots and beauty counter to a point where I was I make more than I was with that job. So that's huge. And that's something mm-hmm. that almost gets knocked over when I think about the past year because we, you know, something as giant as traveling the country in a van kind of almost makes me, if I don't really think about it, makes me overlook how much growth I had professionally mm-hmm. and personally. Mm-hmm. The podcast, we host our first retreat. You know, there's so many things. I made it to Ojai. I have a team of a hundred and something, like at this point, I think it's like 150 women on my beauty counter team. And it's just, you know, it's pretty outstanding and I'm really proud. And especially doing that, like without childcare, you know, we didn't have any childcare the whole year. Rusty trying to figure out, you know, they're just, it's, it was a lot, but we did it. And I think we've only grown stronger and closer and better for it. And it's helped us kind of see some light on what we would like 2020, my God, a new decade to look like. <laughs> So, there's a sweet review. I feel like if I just went on about 2019, man, I don't know. I might, you know, I, I will say my word was connection and by God, did we connect? <laughs> yeah. I would say like that was a huge underlying theme for your whole year. I mean, the whole, I mean, I can see that in everything that, that you were doing and choosing and going for and the whole, like traveling across the country, like you truly got to connect with a lot of people, which is amazing. It was magic. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I don't know if it would flow easier for you to like jump into 2020. Or do you think maybe I will? (laughs) Yeah, you should go. You should do it. We'll do. We'll each do our reflection and then our like 2020 stuff. 
Okay. So 2020, my word that I've chosen is presence, which is clearly like kind of the antithesis of connection, which I never thought those two things would need to be different. And it's not the words necessarily that are different, but more the, the way that they're playing out. Because like I said, there was so much looking ahead. There was so much planning involved with living in a van and not a lot of simplicity. And uh, this is the first time I'm announcing this anywhere publicly. <laughs> we are moving. This is going to probably shock a lot of people. <laughs> we are moving to Berkeley, California in about in two weeks, two weeks from tomorrow. <laughs> we were able to... I know it's nuts. So I mentioned that Rusty is, he's, he was working for CrossFit teaching seminars. He's amazing at it. And there's been a lot of shifts within the company and far, far, far fewer seminars. So it's nothing, he's great at his job, but there's people who've been around for longer. And so because there's so few seminars, people who are more veteran than him are getting them. So he hasn't gotten a CrossFit seminar since May, which obviously put a huge shift in our income and all of that. So that said, he's been kind of pursuing options and figuring out we're in a, we're in a beautiful shift in our family dynamic where like he is really seeking a career that is going to like, you know, offer this, his word for the year's fortitude. And I'll let him share more about that when we get on an episode together, but just kind of will allow him to pour himself into something and fill that need and help him to provide for our family. And he's ready to just like build something great and do something great. And so he'd been kind of pursuing a lot of different options. And we have this beautiful scenario now where again, full circle, he used to work for NorCal CrossFit and he headed the, all of the corporate wellness accounts, both domestically and internationally. And that was all the way back in 2015 before we moved to Washington. And I will say that it didn't, it, it ended up not being entirely what he had expected. He was, in my opinion, a little bit undervalued. And so we made that move. We made that shift. We had a lot of growth since then. And then the woman who was working just under him in that role, his role, and she is incredible. She is driven and brilliant and kind and empathetic and focused. And anyway, she took over Rusty's role, also was not treated exceptionally well. And she lasted a pretty long time, but then was like enough is enough. And she broke off and she has built her own business. So she's owns a business now called Blue Jay that's doing this. It's doing something very similar. So she has now created all these incredible accounts in the Bay area where she's providing fitness, health, and wellness to corporations. And as you guys know, Silicon Valley is just loaded with giant companies of people who are very, very career focused and sometimes lose track of the necessity or the, you know, the importance of self-care in the health and wellness space, at least. And so we, you know, Rusty was pursuing all these things and we went up Thanksgiving weekend and we're like, Hey Janet, we miss you. Let's get together and grab, you know, breakfast. So we met for breakfast, no intentions of like talking business. And lo and behold, within an hour, she'd sparked some serious seeds in us and ideas about what this work could potentially be for Rusty. And she basically gave him an opportunity to come on and help her grow this into something even bigger and more incredible. And so we took a week and we thought about it a ton. And then we hung out with her and her husband again. And in, in after, just after Christmas, by the end of that meal, <clears throat> we went back to my parents' house and he texted her and was like, I'm in. So everything happened really quickly from there. <laughs> we had committed. So he will be coaching corporate classes and then also just helping her to build Blue Jay into something even more incredible. So that said, shameless plug, if you know of anyone who works for any sort of big company in the Bay Area, anywhere down from like San Jose, Gilroy, up to San Francisco, Oakland, Berkeley, and they're looking to bring in some health and wellness to their employees, hit me up. But <laughs> Hey, it's our podcast. We can shamelessly plug as much as we want to. 
<laughs> I'm just so freaking proud of him. You know, some of the things he was, he was pursuing were not necessarily because of the joy they would bring him, but more for, you know, financial stability. And again, like the antithesis of this past year would be stability and security and, and home base. So all that said, he's found that it's been a hard month. It's been a really hard month. We've been really unsure. We've had some dis- big disappointments and we just stuck through it. And I'm just so proud that he saw this opportunity and he is so excited and I'm so excited and so proud of him. And he gets to do something that he is so good at and that he loves. And I just feel like the universe really had our back and we put, you know, we put out intentions and we manifested this, but it was hard to get to this point. So we started scrambling for somewhere to live. We, we know after this whole year too, I will say like, it was incredible, but we are done relying on other people. If that makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. I cannot even express the gratitude and how wonderful it's been. The connection has come with, you know, people opening their homes to us and their bathrooms and their kitchens and their showers and their, all of it. But we're ready to have our own home base that we come home to. We keep our things there. We cook our meals there. We go to the bathroom and shower and do laundry. Can poop in private. Yeah. Your own poop in my own bathroom. To give a little more perspective on that, in case you're all wondering, I know you are, we have a toilet in in the van, but we have only ever peed in it because it's a composting to- toilet, like, like you put on a sailboat, and we just didn't want to deal with that. So knock on wood, there's never been any emergency situation where we've had to use that thing for anything but pee, which is beautiful. But now we're ready to have our own toilet to pee in. <laughs> that should be my post That's amazing. Um, <laughs> and so we started scrambling, and we're like, "What? how in the hell are we going to find somewhere to rent in the Bay Area that we can afford that will take two pit bulls and a toddler and have some space to move. And so I just started scrambling. Craigslist talked to so many spammers and scammers on there, Mm -hmm. but we ended up finding a studio. And I kid you not, it's like 500 square feet. It is so tiny, but it has a little separate bathroom, not separate, it's attached, but like it's got a bathroom and a kitchen. And the kitchen is actually, it's attached obviously, but it is like a normal house where you have the living area and then like a little doorway and then the kitchen. And the owner is incredible. And it has a giant backyard, like giant backyard. And we, I contacted him. He, he was like, we were about to head back down to the central coast. And he's like, do you want to come see it? And we were at my parents. And I was like, yes. So we just, we've driven so much in the past month or the past two weeks. Went all the way up to Berkeley, checked it out. It was pouring rain. He was sleeping in the van. We had to take turns going in to see it. And it, it was, it's everything we need. And the giant backyard allows the dogs. He's like, you can, you can start your own garden if you want. It's like, you can have our barbecue back there. The dogs can run around. And we signed paperwork and signed a lease on December 31st. We were going to go camping in Big Sur. And again, we were like on our way. We were in Santa Cruz and we started talking. I was like, when, you know, we're in and he's like, can you come sign papers? And I was like, okay. And so we turned around, went up to Berkeley for the final day of the year, like a giant audible once again, (laughs) went and signed papers and then drove back down to Los Altos and ended up just going to this awesome little pizzeria and brew pub in Los Altos and had a quiet New Year's. and got time with my actually went and spent the actual like night of New Year's at my parents' house, which is a huge, that's a huge in and of itself. The growth I've had with my in my relationship with my mom and dad over the past six months has been pretty profound. And I test that's a testament to therapy. Honestly, I've, I've really pursued therapy hard the past two months. And I just I'm feeling such a shift. It was like the year was magic. We came back to California. Things got really, really freaking hard. And then I finished the year feeling so much hope and growth and seeing the hard parts like November, December were just tough. And I'm so grateful for those months because now we're heading into this brand new year and I'm hopeful and Rusty and I are more connected than ever. We've really dove deep into like what we 
need from each other and how our relationship can continue to grow through transition and just to have our own home base feels so good. And I'm so excited to start to put it together and like, it's going to, there's going to be plants in there. We're going, we're figuring out how to create Evie's own space in a studio. So we've been looking into like tiny, almost like a bug bed setup where Mm -hmm. underneath she can have her tiny wooden kitchen that she got from Grammy for Christmas. And she can have her little, her little space to just be and do whatever she wants to do. And then she'll sleep up top. And then similarly for Rusty and I, we're looking for an adult bunk bed type situation where underneath, instead of a couch, we're going to have kind of like floor lounge, I think, where we'll have comfy pillows and like a low coffee table. And that's where we'll just, you know, hang and eat our meals probably. And I'm going to bake sourdough for my little studio. And it's so sunlit. There's so many windows and the sun comes in and it's in a neighborhood where it's surrounded by homes, not apartments or anything. And there's, it's a, it's a house that's been turned into four studios. So we have three other tenants in there who are all really cool. And it's walking distance to like farmer's market and a little coffee shop. And I'm so happy. And I have my dear friend, Malika who lives nearby. And I just know we've, it's funny again, full circle back in 2015, we were looking to buy in Berkeley or Oakland and we just couldn't swing it. And so now to actually be living here and I could see us here forever. And it took traveling. We, you know, when we left California, we were like, we're never coming back. We're going to find a place we're going to live forever. It's not going to be in California. And lo and behold, we're back with a brand new perspective. And it's, it's pretty cool. It's so really never say never. Cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am like grinning from ear to ear. Just like the whole time you're describing that, you sound so happy. And I'm just like, this is crazy because honestly, we, you had, we had talked a little bit on Boxer and you were like, things are happening and you kind of mentioned this but like this is the first time I'm hearing all the details and it's just insane because literally like two or three weeks ago <laughs> it was like this was not happening no <laughs> two I feel like two catch-up episodes ago I was sitting in Homer in a parking lot of a park a playground I dropped the EV off at school and I was like on the verge of tears just mm-hmm. in such a dark place and you helped like at least talk like you helped talk me through it to be able to at least like hold myself together through a podcast episode. And now it's just amazing how much can shift when just remaining open to it. And it's so hard to see past the dark week. So I guess some advice is if you're in the dark weeks right now, there's, there's hope on the other side and it's just trying to try and stay open, which is so hard to say or think. Cause I, even in the moment, like I needed you to help walk me through it and rusty and my therapist (laughs) but and I know it's not going to be easy like now we have rent to pay and so uh, another kind of big shift we rusty and I sat down yesterday and walked through like we always the year and this year's gonna be really focused on budgeting and you know last year was very seven and we did a lot of like obviously a lot of travel and we ate at all the great places and and now we've been there we've done that they're all on my website you can see them some of the best places in this country to eat but this year we're really going to focus on you know meal prep and food budgeting and just like getting ourselves really set up to be super comfortable we don't need to live lavishly but it's been tight. It's been really tight. And to have two incomes, like beauty counter has been incredible for us, but it's time for two and it's time for us to budget and to start not just like having, you know, the freedom to travel, but to start putting money away and eventually maybe to own a little home if that's what's in the cards for us. But it just feels really good to be putting down roots in a place where I know we'll be happy. Berkeley is so cool. And one thing I also will say from the, the trip was I came back really craving a little more diversity for myself and especially for Evie as she grows. And Berkeley is like a Mecca for diversity, not only of color, but belief and perspective and just a lot of very unique people. And so I do look forward to seeing, you know, her thrive in that environment. So 
stay tuned for what we decide to do for, because she did have a great preschool here in Paso. And so I do seeing, you know, we've got, I've got feelers out to a lot of different schools in Berkeley. If you have any leads there, please do let me know. We're going to do a tour on February 5th, but I really want to try and maintain that stability for her. So trying to get her into some sort of, again, like outdoor play-based school pretty quickly to maintain, she's, we've seen a lot of growth in her through the past couple of months of her being in preschool a couple of days a week. So yeah, that's the latest. I am so excited. If you live in Berkeley and you want to connect, hit me up. I'm looking for friends. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also nice because I'm not that far from Santa Cruz. Like originally I wanted to be back in Santa Cruz and I love it there. I love my friends there, but I just rentals are too expensive. And with the work Rusty's doing, there's so much more potential to grow up into San Francisco versus like when you're in Santa Cruz, there's not a lot of corporations there. The buck kind of ends with San Jose, but in Berkeley, he can commute down to San Jose, he can commute into San Francisco. It just gives us a lot more freedom. And then we're up near like closer to Tahoe national forest and, you know, Southern Oregon and a lot of the places that we love to be, it's a little bit of an easier trip. So I think it's going to be great. And then that said, we were planning like a monthly Homer adventure. So that's one of our goals as well is to make sure we're getting out into Homer at least once a month, there's tons of camping near Berkeley, which applies, but of course that was something very important to me. It's a non-negotiable. So that's a goal. And then, I mean, I could dive into all of our goals, but I feel like, I don't know if we have the time for that. (laughs) We have time. You can, as much. Yeah, keep talking. (laughs) Okay. So other goals, we each set a professional goal. Um, One of mine is to create and like fully develop three workshops. I, one of my, my big thing for this year is I want to maintain connection through education. So I've built my business almost entirely remotely the past year. And I really want to get back into teaching something I've been craving. And I used to teach high school and I I just love being in front of people and speaking and teaching and connecting face to face. And so I'm going by March or, or by March, I want to have created the content and like, you know, down to the nitty gritty for three separate workshops or seminars, one on kind of intuitive eating and nutrition, one on mindset and mindfulness practice, and then one on more like, again, intuitive functional movement as a form of self-care versus like punishment. So three separate workshops that I would like to start teaching. And so I'm gonna, oh, then I'll be reaching out to local places. I'll be probably doing some with Blue Jay, the company Rusty's working with or for, and hopefully doing some of those workshops at those companies. And then also just locally finding like yoga studios or collab spaces or whatever it is where I can come and I can teach and be in front of people again. So that's my, that's my, my like business goal in, in, in conjunction with continuing to grow my beauty counter business and support my team. And I'm pouring into that as well. And then the, I want to read more. So I said, I'm doing a radical roots reset for January and it's not very restrictive because that's not how I roll. I like to create new healthy habits and like in January, not really focus on removing things. We are resting are both removing processed sugar for the entire month, which feels really good already. I'm two days in. <laughs> and then I, I'm going to be reading for 15 minutes for pleasure every single day, 15 plus. And I did it yesterday. And so I just want to read more. And I think that'll help me with my content creation and just my, my headspace. And then we're focusing on as a family, the food budgeting thing, of course, but then also we're creating a system where no matter what happens in the day, the very minimum, I have 15 minutes undivided attention with Evie where she gets to do whatever she wants. So I know 15 minutes sounds really small, but just making sure I do that with, I, cause I'm with her. I'll be with her most of all days, but just totally undivided, no phone anywhere nearby, nothing, 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 just fully. She gets to choose for 15 minutes, no matter what. So we're going to do that. And then Rusty will also do that with her. And then we're going to do the same thing with, as a family. So no matter what, 45 minutes a day where we are entirely present with each other, no hiccups, no distractions, nothing. And then um, setting also a 
weekly family dinner where that's like on the schedule, no matter what every, we're trying to decide and it will definitely involve my sourdough and something to go along with it. So there's that. I feel like those are the mangles. I, I don't even have it in front of me, so I'm sure I'm missing something and I'll save Rusty's for when, if, and when he feels like sharing, but, and then also screen time for Evie. We're doing no more than six hours a week total for her. It's because with all the travel, things got higher than that. And it's no judgment on anyone else, but that's just where we would like to be. We noticed that she sleeps better. She's less like wound up and a little bit more present herself when she watches less TV. So fewer screens, more quality time, more presence, business growth. And again, in a more present way, everything's just presence. Our family word is also present. So that's going to be our main focus is just being present with each other planning less, less logistics, fewer audibles, just rest is going to be gone more. So really embracing the time we have together as a family to just be and grow and love and all the things. So it's amazing. It's that. Yeah. Well, and you know, I don't know if you actually went back and listened to Michelle Carlson's episode. You were describing special time essentially. And I think like you said, 15 minutes, like feels like it's not that much, but it really is like, truthfully, if that's all you have to give, it can make such an impact on the connection with your kids when you truly, and that's what special time is. She describes it. It's like 20 minutes of like your undivided attention and they get to pick, like they get to yeah. pick what it is. Funny. I didn't know there was a number. It's funny. Cause yesterday I sat down with her and we were doing, she wanted to do puzzles and we sat and it ended up being like 45 minutes. So yeah. just me. You know, so I think setting a minimum, yeah. I can't imagine it will ever just be 15, but it's like, if there's a day that's absolutely crazy, at least I know that there's been 15 minutes. Yeah, totally. That's fun, friend. So many good yeah. things. So many I'm good excited. things. I'm excited. I feel like I can see a lot of steady, like I can just feel like steadiness from you, like that mm. your 2020 is going to be, is obviously massive growth, but like in a very consistent, like you said, present way. So yeah. I'm excited for you. Thank you. It's going to be great. And we're still going to travel, you know, a lot, but mm-hmm. not, um, we're going to come down to the central coast at least once a month and spend time on the ranch and with Rusty's mom. And, but yeah, just less, less chaos. And I, I'm glad you can sense that because that's how I feel it. And, and, you know, it doesn't mean that Homer chapter is closed. It's just this year, we're just focusing on getting on our feet and finding that presence. And then we'll kind of hopefully 2021, we're finding the middle ground where like we can still adventure a lot, but and but also remain present and I think that'll be much more possible with just a little bit more stability in terms of finances so there's that that's awesome hey friends Laura and I are so excited to share that we've partnered with beekeepers naturals to bring you the latest buzz around some incredible plant-based and healing hive products that we've both absolutely fallen in love with this company is not only creating hive-based products to solve modern health challenges naturally but they're doing so with a huge goal to save the bees which I absolutely adore you guys know that I'm obsessed with coffee you also know that I'm always on the lookout for ways to try and cut back I swear the caffeine-free bee elixir brain fuel works better than any cup of coffee I've ever ever had at making me feel focused, energized, and actually a lot more even. I also recently took their propolis spray with me during airplane travels and used it as an immune support over the course of my trip. I came back with zero sniffles. The tickle in my throat was totally gone. It is amazing, and I swear by it for immune support. I really also 
I'm just kind of low-key obsessed with the Bee Chill Hemp Honey Sticks. They have been incredible for my anxiety. After doing all the things during the day, a honey stick paired with a good meditation makes me feel the chillest. We love this company and their products so much that we've partnered with them to bring you a special discount just for Modern Mamas listeners. Get 15% off your order by visiting beekeepersnaturals.com forward slash Modern Mamas and use the code Modern Mamas at checkout. It's that simple. Hi friends, Laura here with some exciting news. Four Sigmatic has come on as a Modern Mamas podcast sponsor. We are so excited. If you've been following along with my Instagram stories, especially, you've seen that I use this stuff every single morning. The Lion's Mane Elixir is my absolute favorite. I add it to my boosted coffee for an extra boost of brain clarity, productivity, and focus that I genuinely did not experience until I started adding this in every day. They also make other elixirs like Rishi for calming, Cordyceps for an energy boost, and Chaga for an immune boost. Along with those elixirs, they also have really cool blends. I love the Lion's Mane and Coffee blend when I travel because I don't have to worry about getting my hands and lips on high quality coffee. I have it ready to go. All you need is hot water, you mix in the blend and you're set. They have caffeine free options as well, like a chai latte and a turmeric latte for gut health and skin glow and all, they have all kinds of incredible blends. I cannot recommend enough that you go check out their website Find whatever mushroom blend is going to fit with your lifestyle and give it a try. The awesome folks at Four Sigmatic have offered our listeners, you guys are special, you get 15% off any order. If you go to foursigmatic.com forward slash modern mamas or simply type in modern mamas, all lowercase, all one word at checkout, you get 15% off. Check it out, see what fits your life, and happy shrooming. Okay. Your turn. (laughs) I'm like, oh, there's nothing going on. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, so I guess I'll I'll reflect on 2019 first, which was, I don't even, honestly, this is going to sound terrible. I can't remember my word. I keep thinking that it was joy, but I am not 100% sure. Do you remember what my word was? I'm like racking my brain right now. I feel like it could have been. We're going to have to go listen back. I know. I need to listen back. I should have done that before. But regardless of what it started out being, the the word that like when I think of 2019 that comes to mind the most was joy. And it was like this like energized. It was so such an energized year for me. Like everything about 2019 was going and doing and hustling and there wasn't a lot of like balance, I'll say, like in hindsight. I was very clear on my intention, like professionally, like with Beauty Counter, like my goal around that, like that kind of like my business goals kind of dominated my entire life, if if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like it was about connecting and like developing and growing personally and professionally. Like it, there was just a lot of growth in 2019, almost to the point where I'm like, I, I'm feeling it right now, this like really big need to like take a deep breath. It's like almost like an exhale right now, if that makes sense, you know, like 2019 was this like, I mean, it was amazing. Like I had, I mean, hit, you know, managing director and like my team growth, same. I think we're like, our beauty counter businesses are very similar in terms of growth. And so like, That has been such a phenomenal and almost unexpected blessing, all the growth that came with that. But, like, I I also feel and I intentionally knew that there was going to be a lot of sacrifice 
to chase the the dreams and the things that I wanted to achieve. But most of the sacrifice was like at a personal health level. So I am feeling so driven in 2020 to like care for myself, like gently and like holy. Does that, you know, like, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm making sense with that because my mind is all over the place. Yeah. So like 2020, I still, to be 100% honest, I chosen some words and I had four and I still don't even like, I don't even know if I'm going to choose a word this year. I feel like I'm still waiting almost to figure out or to like tune into myself to see what, what I really need and what's going to be like. So, because on the other side of chasing a big goal, like hitting managing director, it's like, well, what next? (laughs) Like, what do I do now? I hit managing director and you know, it's been great. It's phenomenal. Like, where do I go from here? And obviously there's always going to be more growth that's possible, especially in a business like beauty counter, but it's like, okay, do I, do I focus on this or do I focus on like the podcast? Do I focus on my own personal business? Like how do I chase these dreams and continue to grow? And like, what does that look like? So a lot of like the Enneagram stuff has been growing. Like I have, I think seven coaching clients with the Enneagram lined up for just for January, which is really fun. I'm excited to see where that goes, but that's something that happened in 2019 that has kind of been another unexpected blessing. And just like diving into that and just kind of changed my life. And, you know, I have talk, talk about it quite frequently, but it's changed my life, my personal relationships, my professional relationships, business, all it's of it. changed my life. <laughs> right. I mean, and it's fun to see that. Like, it's fun to see that knowledge like spread in, and really affect other people. When I was at you guys, when I was in my like dark, I was in a really dark week in December and I boxed Jess and I was like, please help me. And then I literally asked like, why, why am I feeling this way? And, you know, in so many words and uh, tell me from like, and it was, she responded in her brilliance and it just, I can't even express how much it helped me. So there's that. <laughs> Amazing. And it's so fun. And I, and I love doing it. I love being able to off- offer that perspective to you and people that I love and care about and just everyone. So I'm excited to see where that goes. I mean, I guess I'm meshing reflection and future here together, but like, I really am looking forward to building that. And honestly, I think so my four words were presence, vibrance, develop, and stability. And there are four things, and they kind of mean four different things to me. Presence with my family, vibrance, meaning like my physical health, my physical, mental, spiritual health. Like I haven't felt necessarily vibrant in the last year. I felt like a lot of joy, moments of really, really like where I felt physically amazing, but a lot of moments where I was like drinking gallons of coffee to get by and burning the candle at both ends and, you know, doing like not moving for weeks at a time and like feeling it. You know what I mean? Like I was able to do that and sacrifice for like the, the vision that I had, but now I really feel like balance is something that's like calling to me. And I know you say balance is bullshit, but I'm meaning more like not necessarily like I spent my 2019 in like sprint mode the whole time. So I guess more like ebbs and flows, if that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. I think it's cool that you have more than one word, especially because I, I feel like it's like a little bit quote unquote rebellious. And I, I appreciate that. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what? I don't need to pick one. <laughs> and honestly, I, I truthfully like 
and I haven't even like posted on social media about like my reflections or anything like that. I think I'm still in the process of processing 2019. And I'm like, normally I would be like, I need to know this and I need to have this figured out because it's July, it's January 2nd. And by gosh, like this is when I'm supposed to have it figured out. And I just feel like I don't have it figured out yet. And I'm like letting go and I'm trying to like, just be open to what's ahead. But I do have, if I don't do a word, I kind of my, my mantra and actually changed, like we have a team name for my beauty counter team. And it used to be team hot mess, which was very appropriate for when I started beauty counter. Cause I was a hot mess and we were just like making it work. But now this, this mantra, this phrase, and I posted, I did post about this on Instagram. It's called, the phrase is called go get there. And it was sent to me when I hit managing director, one of our upline people sent me this pen that said, go get there. And on the back was a story about the phrase. And it talks about Beyonce and about how like Beyonce is just amazing in and of itself. But like, she is such a like, she's not like a belittling leader to her team. She doesn't like crush them. She doesn't scream at them, but like she has very high expectations for them. And basically she's not going to like, you know, her thing is just go get there. Like we're not there where we need to be, but let's go get there. And what it means to me is just like, be consistent, show up daily for yourself and for the people that you care about. Um, and let's go get there. Like if you want to do X, Y, Z, like there's no magic sauce. There's no like secret way to like build a business or create a personal relationship with someone or the path to self-awareness or, you know, all those things. There's like no secret sauce. It's just a matter of like being consistent and doing consistent work towards whatever it is that you're going to do. So anyways, I feel very drawn to that for some reason. And I'm still working out the like, like intricate intricacies of that. But like, it's kind of I don't know. I think it's going to be my mantra for 2020. But I don't know where there is, right? And I feel like pressured to figure it out. Like mm-hmm. I should have XYZ goal and this business growth and, you know, these programs I should develop. I really do feel the pressure of that. But like the truth is, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to well, do. So much. I've seen uh, so much come from the like just your, sp- your space, your website, your, I mean, it's, I feel like you're finding from my perspective, like really finding a, a really cool, unique voice and your website is cool and unique and it's so you and you're in a place where it's kind of like, maybe you don't have to know exactly what the end goal is. If you just keep doing exactly what you're doing, it's very powerful. Thank you. Thank you. And that, and that means a lot. Like I haven't had a chance to like talk to you about like any of this stuff or like people's opinions that I do value and seek out. But like it, that means a lot to me. Cause I almost feel like, again, this is like an Enneagram nine problem. Like I, I need someone to tell me what to do. <laughs> And not in a way, like, not obviously that, like, someone's gonna be like, these are going to be your business goals, Jess, but, like, just more to offer, like, an outside perspective or, you know, what do they see that I have to offer? Because it's really hard for me sometimes to even feel like what I'm doing is valuable sometimes. And I rarely go to that space because I spend, I do feel like I'm a mostly healthy version of myself, like, 90% of the time. But when I do go there, it's like, I don't even know myself sometimes. Again, Enneagram 9 problems. So, I don't know. 2019. Let's see. Let's reflect a little bit more because I feel like there's power. And sometimes you can get to the end of the year and you can be like, what even happened? But, like, I mean, we were in Palm Beach in January. We were like, it, that I, that's crazy. I know. That feels like forever ago. Forever oh my God. ago. That was like my first trip away from Evie. I know. It's crazy. And it was a year ago. And we were in, gosh, where was Lead this year? 
I've forgotten already. Phoenix. 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 Phoenix in March. We went camping. We went to to Denver for the senior director retreat. We went to Ojai. We had our first Modern Mamas retreat. Like all of these crazy, I know I'm missing so much stuff in between, but it's also crazy because I remember, and I don't know if I talked about this in the podcast, but there was a period of time, I think it was like spring of 2019, where I just felt really stalled and I felt like I wasn't growing as a person or in my business. I felt like I wasn't I just felt really, 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 like, not depressed, but just, like, down. Stagnant. Yes, yeah, stagnant. Yeah. I felt stagnant. And then it's crazy to think that, like, really, I didn't rush through that phase. I remember this distinctly. I just was, like, really trying to sit with it a lot. There was a lot of emotions, and I have no idea why. I remember crying quite frequently, like, to myself. And, like, I think I even talked about it on Instagram sometime. But I remember, like, giving myself this space, and then... To look back on 2019, like, I barely remember that. Like, it was it was a small blip in the whole all of the 12 months. And I think the perspective that I gained from that is that, like, like you said, it can feel so hard to move out of those times when we feel stuck or stagnant or sad or, like, this really dark place. But, like, being open to, like, literally your life could change your mood, your trajectory the very next minute. And being open to that and being aware that, like, that can happen is so powerful. I don't know. Again, I'm, like, talking in circles, but, like, it's it could be could have been so easy at that time to just stop, mm-hmm. you know? Like, stop trying, stop caring, to give up on the things that I, like, wanted to do. But I didn't. And, like, I don't know, 2019 ended with a bang. So, like, it's just crazy. And that's my, my I guess, hope for you guys if you're listening. If you felt like 2019 was a lot more of that. And a lot less of like the good stuff. I hope that you can be open to the the possibility that like good things are ahead. You know what I mean? Totally. I feel it's interesting because I feel like the resounding takeaway from both of us and our reflections and like the past, especially like just I don't know, in 2019 in general, is that shit was hard at times. <laughs> Just keep going, right? right. <laughs> or just just, just stay open. I yeah. feel like sometimes you don't have to keep going. Like sometimes it's okay to just to pause, feel it. Like it's that's important to sit and to pause and to feel, but just remain maintain some sort of openness for there to be more shifts. Like mm-hmm. when you're in the dark deep place, like things are going to shift again, mm-hmm. and it's just a matter of being open to them. Because if you kind of crawl into that space and sit there and yes, feel it, but then don't allow yourself to possibly transition out of it, then you that you won't be able to see the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which and I, clearly you did. Yeah. <laughs> look where you are now. I know. And I think you can still say, just keep going because and we both yeah. value like sitting and feeling, but we also do know like there's a time and that's different for everybody where the feeling and the, the, the stagnation becomes not good for you. Right. Like there's, there's mm-hmm. like, and only you can decide that for yourself and with the help of like people that you trust. But like, I do think like moving beyond some of those things in a way that feels like authentic to the situation is really important. So like, yeah, like you gotta, you gotta keep, just keep swimming, swimming. We've been watching a lot of like finding Nemo here. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So like 2019, like I said, was just, it was incredible looking at like business growth. It's, it's insane to see. And when I say business growth, I mostly referring to like beauty counter. Cause like, like Laura had said, like that's for both of us is a huge, I mean, it's what allows us to really 
grow the podcast and, Mm -hmm. you know, do all the other things that we do. And so just watching that continue to grow is so fun. And I'm looking forward to really like developing the leaders on my team and get them to where they want to want to go, which is why one of those words was developed. So I don't know, really, really excited. Lead this year is in March. Mm. And so I mean, you and I both are going to have like tons of people there from our teams, which last year we had zero, right? You didn't have any. Yeah, zero. I had an emerging emerging leader, but no, no, no one who like was director. I, I had right. no director who could come. What was right. last year? Did yeah, you, no one you had someone there. Megan. Oh, that's right. Like God, she was in our room. Friend. Yeah, <laughs> but that was you know <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. Don't tell her that I couldn't remember. She was, she's lovely. I love her so much. She's wonderful, but she's coming this year, but I believe she qualified, but she just had a baby. And so life. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But yeah. And then another big, and then we get to treat them, which I think is huge. Yes. Um, That's been, I know a goal for both of us. We get to treat the women on our team who made it to some special fun after the fact. So that's awesome. I'm super pumped about that, which it's just to be in a place where we can do that is like beyond me Mm -hmm. because yeah. yeah. And like you said, you've surpassed your income from CrossFit and like, same for me, I had a great job with the Rusty and it's been, it's just mind blowing the like potential with beauty counter and what we've accomplished so far. But this year, like, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't think I put this out there into the universe, but I am, I left fed and fit. So I was like full-time with fed and fit, which was amazing. It helped me to transition out of my full-time job and really grow beauty counter and the margins as well. But I was doing like 30 hours a week or more with Cassie and the team. And we recently had a conversation a couple months ago where it was like, okay, all your other things that you're doing are growing. You're going to come to a point where like, you're going to need to free up your time. And we had that conversation and it, you know, all the things happened as we had hoped that they would. And it was a really, it's like bittersweet because I love being a part of Fed and Fit and I loved working with the team and everything that, that I learned from them was just so valuable, but officially transitioned off, off of Team Fed and Fit at the end of November, which was, like I said, bittersweet, but it's really, really, it's going to be amazing to see what I can do with that time, which is why, like, all of this is really new and all this time that I'm looking at is also new. So I'm like, I just have a lot of, like, question marks, like, what is this going to look like? What's 2020 going to bring? So lots of really cool stuff. I will say from a personal standpoint, like I said, I really want to pour like into myself, like my health. And I've already started doing that. So I started before January 1st, but like movement, I've been walking like pretty much every day, which I always was like, I don't know. I just had a thing about walking. I was like, that's not exercise. (laughs) And now it's almost like a drug. It's very addicting. And I, if I miss a day, I feel out of sorts. So like what I'm going to be doing to signal the end of the workday because I also have a hard time transitioning, like, because we work from home and the kids are there and Tim's there. We both work from home. It's like, we could work all day, all hours, like through to dinner, like randomly checking emails and stuff. And so what I'm going to do to signal the end of the workday is at, like around 4.30, I'm going to take a walk and have some alone time. I'll listen to podcasts or whatever it is I want to do and then come back. And I've been doing that for the last like week or so. And it just feels so good. It's like, okay, I'm not working anymore. Like after this walk, I come back, we make dinner and we hang out. And so it feels really, really good. And so I'm getting a lot of like movement in like you guys, I was moving like less than 3000 steps a day, which 
I mean, if you work at an office desk job, you can understand that that's pretty average. If you're not like eight hours a day, you're sitting at a desk. And now I just realized like I've worked so hard to create this life that I like have so much control over and it's flexible and it's wonderful, but like I'm not doing what I want to do. So a lot of 2020 is going to be infusing the things that I want to do into my day, like my quote unquote perfect day. And so walking is part of it. I've been reading in the last like week, I've read literally like four books, four fiction books. That's amazing. It's crazy. And I love reading. I love it so much. And it makes me happy. When do you work that in? I usually read at, at night. Like we go to bed at like nine or not go to bed, but we'll like crawl into bed. I'll like have my phone away. We got a Kindle so that I wouldn't have to like be attached to my phone. So it's like a whole separate device. And I just read for like an hour or an hour and a half, too, depending on like how good the book is. I try and go to bed before like 10, 1030. But yeah, it's amazing. It's so much fun. And then I've also started doing Orange Theory, which is like I had I (laughs) my sister. Well, she's not my sister-in-law yet. I'm uh, hoping she will be soon. They came and stayed with us for Christmas. And she was like, I'm doing Orange Theory. Like, it's kind of expensive. And I know you probably don't want to do it. But, like, will you come to a class class with me while we're staying with you guys? And so I was like, ugh. And I was like, so I did not want to go. And I told Tim, I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, I'm over fitness that, like, feels hard. Like, I don't want to challenge myself. I was just, I was very, very not into it. And it came to the day of our class and... Funny story, Tim and his brother, like, sprained their AC joints, and his brother Lawrence had had to actually go to the urgent care because it was, like, severe. It was, like, a third-degree sprain. (laughs) He, like, took his his shirt off, and I was like, oh, that's not good. You know, getting my, like, athletic trainer, like, days back in. I was like, you need to go to the urgent care, and sure enough, it was, like, really bad. I I don't think he's going to have surgery, but they were riding skateboards. They were riding the kids' skateboards that they got from Christmas, and just dumb (laughs) just not good anyways tangent but she ended up not being able to go to the class and so tim was like you should go anyways like i think you'll like it blah 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 so i went and of course i loved it i am i just i am competitive and as much as i've tried to like deny the fact that i i like healthy competition it's just it's it's deep within me so what i liked about orange theory was like an hour it was variable. It wasn't crazy. Like the coaches were really great about form. A lot of the stuff I already, I mean, I'm very familiar with obviously, but like no one ever pushed me beyond except like for what I wanted to do. There was running, there was rowing, there was like weight stuff that actually made sense. That wasn't like, we're going to do some crazy single arm raise that like doesn't work anything or hurts you. (laughs) And so I really enjoyed it. And so, so much so that like we did a massive budget like meeting and I know you were talking about budget too. We did a massive one, like massive. I mean, it took like probably two days to reformat our budget. We started using this like program that my friend Liz told me about. It's called YNAB. It's called You Need a Budget. You guys should look into it. It might fit into like what's it called? YNAB. You Need a Budget. YNAB. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I love it. It's basically like the envelope system, which we used to use cash, but it's like a way to, to digitally do it and to like set goals and to like save and it's really really cool so we made some sacrifices so I could just start doing orange theory and I told myself I was going to do it for two months and see like if I could stay consistent with it and I've loved it so far and I've noticed I don't know you guys and you know I don't think weight is like 
an indicator of health necessarily, but I think it is one thing that I have not really spent a lot of time focused on myself in the last like 10 years, but every now and then I'm like, you know what? I'm not feeling so great. My clothes are fitting a little bit tighter. Like I check in with myself. So I weighed myself over Christmas and I was literally the most I've ever weighed in my whole life, which, you know, I didn't, I had mixed feelings about because I was like, I don't, I don't really feel awful. You know, like we said, like, I still think I'm fly, but like, I don't know, this just feels weird. And I could feel like the heaviness. I could feel like having a hard time breathing, like doing different, like even walking. I was like, what is going on? And so I just have felt this really big desire to like get back into movement that feels fun. And so that's the long, the roundabout story behind this is that I'm having fun while doing it and I'm going to commit to it for, cause I have a tendency to jump around to a lot of different things. And I think the reason why I've been jumping around is just, I just haven't found something that like feels fun. So that's what I'm going to do. And it's fun. And the walking is awesome. I walk every single day. And I'm so- actually envious because like my fitness, the majority of my fitness over the year of travel was I was walking so much. And I just, being my mother-in-law's, there's not like a lot of walking. Like does not very walkable. It's hard to yeah. explain. But I can't in Berkeley. I just can't wait to get back to walking all the it's time. It's going to be so great. It's and people it's don't so realize good. it's such no, a good mode of exercise. Yes, like it really is. I've been doing a lot of research around it too because I was like, okay, because I have a little Fitbit thing, and I was like, I really didn't know what I was measuring, but I was looking at. It, I was like, oh my gosh, like just walking, and I walk for about like thirty minutes to an hour, depending on how much time I have, and. It's like I, my heart rate is elevated. I meant like, it tells you what zone you're in in terms of your heart rate. Like it tells you obviously how many steps you've taken, but it's like such a powerful tool for health and people underestimate it. So this is going to be the year of the walk for me, the year of like movement, the year of like nourishment. I haven't had, I had one cup of coffee like two days ago, but other than that for like the last like six weeks, probably I have not had coffee. I feel really great. I'm also like going to deepen my like spiritual walk. And so Tim and I are doing the Bible in a year and we found this really cool podcast that like helps you, helps walk you through it. And so, cause I've tried and tried to try numerous times to read the Bible. I have never done it and I just feel called to do that. And I was like in tears yesterday, just, I don't even know why. Cause I had made this decision and like all day I was on the verge of crying. Cause I was like, I felt like. I was, it just felt like the right thing to do. And so I'm really excited to do that. I, so I don't know, like, I don't, I don't Just know. the New Testament or both? Both. It's going to be both. And so it's really cool. It's actually, the Bible recap is called the, is the podcast. And basically like they give you a reading and then it's like a short podcast that like dives into like the meaning and what's going on and like you know, helping you to like really understand what's happening. Cause like, and even the person who leads the podcast, she was like, when I started reading the Bible, like I didn't like, like, I didn't like God. I didn't understand any of it. I didn't understand like what was happening. And so I struggle with that a lot of times. And I know there's a lot of people out there that, that do as well. And so I'm just like seeking to go deeper and to understand. So that's kind of something that's on my heart for 2020. God, there's so much. I don't even know. Like, I feel like a hot mess, truthfully, because I I really don't feel like I have clarity yet, you know? Yeah, I I don't think, I think it's, we would be kidding ourselves if we thought we could have 
clarity on what the whole year is going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's a better place to be. And like, I'm going to take this year as it comes, but I know I'm setting some non-negotiables mm-hmm. and then from there I'll let it play out. I think, you know, whether it's just a single word or just setting some clear non-negotiables or maybe just prioritizing and that's what you've done. And I think that in and of itself is going to be really powerful. Right. And I, and I will say like prioritizing myself yeah, is going to be which is important. not a bad word yeah. or a bad thing. I feel like people are like, you know, that's selfish, but that is, gosh, if everyone prioritized themselves a little more in terms of like self care at the very least, I think we'd all be a lot happier. <laughs> I think so too, and it's not even self care. It's like you're worth taking care basic of. Needs. Like you're worth yeah. worth your basic needs, and I've denied that for so long. It's like I would work so much that I wouldn't get up to pee, and Tim would have to be like, "You need to go pee," or I'd work so much that he'd be like, "You need to get." up and stretch like you've been on your computer for like five hours straight and I'm like no I can't like I get so intense and so focused a lot of things fall to the wayside and so like I'm worthy of going to the bathroom eating lunch Mm -hmm. like taking a walk enjoying a book like I'm worthy of all those things and so are you guys so I don't know if that's gonna resonate with anybody I think that it will resonate with more people than we even imagine (laughs) So anyways, that's not really like a bow on the top, but I think there's more to this conversation that I'm sure I'll unpack in like the next couple of catch up episodes. Yeah, this is just the beginning. I mean, it's only the second day of the year and I feel like we're going to the next, it sounds as though like the next month or two for both of us is going to be, you know, really kind of settling into our intentions for the year. And then we should come back and like right after the modern mama's retreat, or maybe at the retreat, that episode that we record there, we can dive a little bit more into what this first month has been. That'd be fun. And also, I want to say right, one more right. thing. Like, it's so funny because you, you're not in life. You're, you're and mine. No, mine and yours. You're the English person. Lives, <laughs> lives. <laughs> Our lives are so eerily similar in a lot of ways. But it's funny because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I spent the last year really, really hustling. And not that Tim wasn't, but like, I, I do feel like I was carrying a lot of the like burden. Not, not necessarily burden. What's the word? Responsibility. And yeah, I feel like it's, yeah, the pressure. I feel like it's kind of shifting, which I'm super excited about because Tim is like, I'm ready to, like 2020 is going to be the year of hustle. And he's already like launched a business and got clients and he's like in it to win it. And I already, Ugh. and I think the reason why I feel so much space around like trying to figure this out is because I don't feel the pressure. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I have the space to, to just dream, you know, like, what is, what does my perfect day look like? Like, what, what do I want to do? And I feel like you're in a similar yeah, spot. Both. That's fun. Yeah, totally. I think we should, you know, we've gotten some requests for a second, like a follow-up modern dads episodes. And I think once each of them is kind of settling into these new ventures and these new, this new role is like providing and hustling and, and, you know, it's, and it's almost like Rusty's almost like starting. It's, you know, it, yeah. he has so much potential for growing this business. So it's similar in that like he's starting kind of from square one and going to be hustling and growing and working and they're both doing something that they love. It's the, the, the similarities is almost eerie. <laughs> so it'd be fun to, to come back on and see where they are in that, you know, in another like six months. I know I'm excited. 2020 is going to be good. I'm just like, I feel like I'm just like giddily holding my breath to see what happens. And maybe that's the yeah. lesson is like, maybe for me, like, not controlling everything Mm -hmm. and not being so like I'm putting my hands around like clenching something is the lesson and I'm here for it 
That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Surrender. Surrender. Maybe that's my word. I don't know if I'm going to have a word this year. It. I'm going to go against the oh, grain. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Cool. Right. Well, thank you guys. Happy New Year. Episodes that you want to hear, like, topics, whether it's just Jess and I kind of shooting the shit about it, or if you want us to have an expert on, let us know on Instagram, whether it's in direct messages or on the comments of whatever posts we want to hear from you. We want a a big thing for both of us with this podcast this year is we want to serve you. We want to make sure that we're sharing the things that you want to hear and the information and we want to show up every week as we have been, but maybe even a little bit more in person this year. So Mm -hmm. stay tuned for more on that. The book is still in the works. The boxes are still in the works. It's just, we're taking it one, one step at a time. <laughs> we'll get there. We're going to go get there. We're going to go get there. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys, we love you. Happy new year. Happy new year, friends. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time.